empowerment coach and life balancing strategist who helps busy working women transform their overworked lives into a blissful work-life balance by elevating their food, feelings, and fitness. If this is something that interests you, then you are in the right place. And I'm so excited to bring experts to you on how to balance your life through food, feelings, and fitness and why it is important. So stay tuned and let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of A Blissfully Balanced Life. I am super excited because today I have Sarah with me and she is from The Seasonal Diet. So I'm just going to pass it over to her and let Sarah introduce herself. Yay. Thanks for having me, Crystal. Um, so yeah. Okay. First I have to say, I'm super excited to be here because I didn't tell you this before we were recording, but I feel like you have really great energy. And so I've just like always been drawn to your videos and your Facebook live. So it's, it's really nice to be here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So a little bit about me. So yeah, like you said, I run the seasonal diet. I actually work with my husband, Peter, and we help women and couples transition to a plant-based diet and lose weight and really thrive on that lifestyle. So, um, we kind of changed our diet back in 2010, tra transitioned to plants. And it, I know it's so cliche, but it totally changed our world, changed our life, opened our eyes to what is really possible in terms of healing, feeling good. And so we started making these changes and then started helping other people incorporate these changes and seeing really amazing results. So that's pretty much what I do in a nutshell. Um, I always say I feel like I have the best job in the world for me um, because I, I realize everybody's job is, is different and there'll be different jobs for everybody, but I really feel lucky to do this work. Um, and then what else? We live in San Diego. Like I was telling you, we're getting ready to move to Hawaii. So that's like on my mind a lot right now, but yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about me. That's so exciting. And I actually know more about you. So at the end of this, I'm going to tell everybody your like Instagram and social media links, but they have to check out cause I love your initial story of how you got down to San Diego. Mm, okay, <laughs> cool. I think it's yeah. fun. So you guys have to check that out. But first things first in all of this, what was it like making this transition with your significant other? So there is definitely a story, a story with that. So I actually have had health issues pretty much my, the, I always like to say, I feel like I have had like multiple stages of life. I'm only 30, but I feel like I've already had multiple stages. And, um, you know, before I graduated college, I was sick all the time, digestion issues, skin issues. Uh, I grew up on fast food. My parents had me when they were really young, 19 years old. And so um, they didn't have the education about nutrition. You know, they were on a budget. They didn't have a lot of money. And so I think that played a really big role in me always being sick. And so uh, when I was in college, probably I would say like a sophomore, I started um, getting really sick. I had to miss school. I had to miss work. And so I was, I was always at the doctors trying to figure out, okay, what is going on? I'm an adult now. I feel like I really need to figure this out. And so I had lots of tests done and they told me all sorts of crazy things um, with good intentions, of course, you know, oh, maybe it's gluten, maybe it's stress, maybe it's this ingredient, maybe you're allergic to this, like test after test after test. And so I started experimenting a little bit with Peter, who was um, my boyfriend at the time. And, you know, he wasn't a big fan. He was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. You do the gluten free hard as a rock bread because it was it was so different 
than how it is today. Like not saying that gluten-free products are all 100% great, but back then they were really, really, really bad. And so, um, so I feel like at that point, uh, mine and Peter's like food was very different and we kind of just did our own thing, which is what I see a lot in the women that I work with today. It's like, my husband, he's not on board. I wish he was, but he's just not. And I think that's totally fine. Um, but if you fast forward to today, Peter's a hundred percent on board. Um, sometimes he eats healthier than I do. And the craziest thing is he is actually the one that got us onto a plant-based diet. He's the one that shared it with me. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we've, come, we've come a long way. I don't know. I don't know how much you want to get into, or if you have questions about that, but yeah, he wasn't on board. Then, then we kind of, we split up, we did our own things and a plant-based diet is actually what brought us back together. And he's like, Hey, you need to see this. I think you would like it. And it just like blew my mind. I think that's so awesome. And I think it's so important for people to understand that, that it's okay for you to try to do something else without your significant other. And eventually like it ends up working out in some weird way. Yes, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I feel like a lot of times we think that if this person isn't doing it, we can't. But the truth is we can do anything we set our mind to. And a lot of times I see this most people are inspired, encouraged, they make the change when they see you fully owning it and embodying it, right? Like I see it all the time in my clients. They're like, I wish my husband would do this. I wish he would eat healthy. I wish he would exercise. I keep nagging him. I'm like, uh, probably (laughs) nagging. No, nobody, nobody likes to be told what to do at the end of the day. Right. But if you start doing things and that was my story for Peter, he cut out dairy and that was the last thing to go for my diet. I was like, please do not take away my cheese. I love it. Do not do it. Cheese and wine after work, a hard day. I was all about it but he cut it out. And I remember he was like, he was getting into running. He cut out cheese. I had cut out seafood and meat, but I was, I was holding on to the cheese and the dairy and he cut it out. He was getting into running. He was like, do you want to go for a run with me? I was like, not really, but okay. And I remember we were like halfway into it. I think it was a three mile run or I thought we were halfway into it and I was dying. And I was like, can we take a break? Like how much longer is this going to be? He's like, we've only been going half a mile. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Then, and then he continued to lose weight and run more. And I was like, okay, dairy, you got to go. And after I removed it from my diet, I felt so much better. I had more energy. I could run without losing my breath. It was like a night and day difference. That's amazing. Yeah. So can you explain to us what exactly is a plant-based diet? Of course. So I was talking about this on another podcast recently, and I think there's two definitions. And so I'll tell you the two definitions, and then I'll tell you the one that when I say it, that's what I mean. So one is um, somebody who's pretty much vegan, who doesn't eat any animal products at all. So, um, you know, no dairy, no meat, no seafood. A lot of times they don't even use any like products that, that consume, that have like honey in them, any, anything like that. So no animal products at all, all plants, whole foods, you know, so we're talking about vegetables, fruits, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, all of those things. And then I think there's another definition where it's like more plants, like you eat mostly plants, but then maybe when you go out to eat, you're eating some dairy or a little bit of meat, but most of your calories and your nutrition is coming from plants. And so I actually fall in the first one where I don't eat any animal products that just works best for me. So how long did it take you to make this transition? So it took me six months. And I, I think uh, for me, I kind of went 
I went a little bit slowly at, at the beginning and then I kind of like sped up. At first I was like, oh, okay, like I like this, this makes sense. Okay, I'll remove this, I'll remove this. And I think um, one thing is I was really like kind of taking what everybody was saying. Everybody thought, oh, that's so extreme, that's so crazy. And I was just really worried about what other people would think about me how I would handle social events and things like that um, because I was in my early 20s. But um, afterwards, like the thing with a plant-based diet is the more you do it, the better you feel and the less you want to eat all of those other things. So it just kind of gets easier over time. I always tell people, you know, um, they're like, oh, it's so hard right now. Like I can't do it. I'm like, just get started with something. You're going to feel better. And then all those other things, the cheese, I know it sounds crazy, but it's not even going to be that appealing. So how did you find those foods stressing out your body, right? So there's this idea, and this is something that I talk about a lot and that I fully believe, the foods we're eating totally put stress on the body. When we feel stressed or we feel anxiety, it can be worsened or heightened because of the food that we actually ate, right? Like we can eat something and it kind of makes our heart race. So how do you find that correlation between changing your food and like how you feel emotionally? Yeah, I think it's huge. I think it's it's so huge. I mean, the big ones for me were sugar, um, processed foods, fast foods, like anything that's chemical and not um, grown from the earth. It's so much harder for our bodies to digest. And that puts more stress on our bodies to have to break those down, to have our bodies digest those. And for me personally, like I was doing a lot of exercise, which is another form of stress. I also um, was working multiple jobs. So that was another form of stress. So when I didn't have like the nutrition to help combat all of the other areas of stress, it was really hard. And it's really hard to heal if you're in a constant state of stress. So I think, unfortunately, you know, most people in society today are eating all of these foods that increase stress, or at the minimum, they don't decrease and they don't allow our bodies to heal. So our bodies never get a break. And for me, I talk a lot about digestion, because that's, that's what I struggled with. And I see a lot of women struggling with it. And it's like, if you keep putting in these foods that are toxic, that are poisonous, that are really hard to digest, you're never giving your body a chance to, to break down all the ways to get rid of all of the toxins. Um, and you're, you, you are staying in a state of stress because of the food, your work environment, um, the exercise, a lot of exercise people don't think about puts stress on the body. So yeah, I think food plays a really big role and more so in the fact that it can really heal you and it can decrease that stress if we put the right things into our body, if we give our bodies a chance to relax. Because another thing that I see often is just like constantly eating and snacking and consuming all of these things. And it doesn't give us a chance for our body to to break down the food that's already been there, get rid of the toxins. So, so yeah, I think food plays a really big role in stress. And I think it can be, I, I don't think it has to be so neg negative. I think it can have a really positive role um, as long as we get the right foods into our bodies. That's so important. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because food is healing at the end of the day, the right foods. And I love that you also brought up like healing and digestion and like how we have, you have to give your body a break. It needs it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so key. So when you start working with people, how do you help them do a transition like this? So the, the thing I love about coaching is it's so customizable and everybody's so different. And I think, you know, I've been running a business now online for a little bit over five years. And when I first started, I would do a lot of, um, you know, like go plant-based, like 
beginner, get ready, here you go. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but they don't take into account where a person is starting from. And I think that's so important because nowadays there is so much information and a lot of people are really educated on a plant-based diet, on healing foods. Like they know the information. And so that's not really what I do. I don't do like, here's a bunch of information. It's more so like, you know what to do. Like, what do we need to remove in your life so that you can actually apply what apply the information that you already know, the things you already know you should be doing, but don't have time or you're too stressed out or it's not working. Um, so that's kind of what I do. So going back to how I work with someone, I really want to know like what's going on with them in their life, what their goals are. I want to know um, what they've tried. I want to know like what they're excited about, where they're at. You know, I'm really big on creating routines too. I feel like if you have routines, it makes it so much easier to eat healthy. That was one thing I had to learn is I couldn't just show up somewhere and be like, all right, I'm hungry. What are we going to eat? It's like, no, like when you are conscious about what you're eating, like you, you have to kind of plan ahead and, and having a routine really helps. So I love creating routines with women and, and routines that really work for them because everybody has a different schedule, different lifestyle. A lot of my clients have kids, right? So you got to factor that in. Um, so yeah, like, it's not like, okay, first, like I have them like, you know, uh, remove all these products or remove that. It's like, no, we don't really do that. It's like it, a big thing that pretty much all of my clients will tell you is I want them to eat more nutrients. So like getting more produce into their diet, more whole foods into their diet. I want them to simplify their life because pretty much everybody I work with has like these super complicated lives where they're saying yes to everything. So I want it to be more simple. Um, I'm really big on like leaving room. So not eating all the time, like leaving space. So, um, you know, it's, it's not really like fasting because I'm really big on like green drinks and juices, but really hydrating first thing in the morning. So then when you do start consuming food, it digests better. Um, so those are kind of some of the things that my clients would probably say like, yeah, Sarah's all about that, but it's very different for everybody. I think that's really important as well. Like you have to take into account somebody's, the individuality of it because food is personal, right? True. So would you mind sharing with us your routines? So I have all the routines and this is actually what I teach in my mastermind plant-based weight loss for women are these routines, but I would be happy to share them with you. Um, so I'm, I'm really big on having a morning routine again, because it makes life so much easier. So for me, that usually looks like waking up around 6 a.m. I love getting up early. Some days I'll even get up at 5 a.m. I just feel like when I wake up early, the day has so much potential and I have more time to really relax before I start like go, go, go. So I love getting up early, but usually it's around 6 a.m., 6.30. Um, and then I do warm lemon water to just hydrate and really cleanse my body. I find that um, warm water is a lot easier for me to drink, but you know, you, you could definitely do like cold water with lemon. That's fine too. Uh, and then from there, I usually do meditation. So Peter and I both meditate. He is like the Zen master, um, which is like, you, you know, you wouldn't think that when you see him and you hear him speak, uh, then you kind of get that sense, but like, he's, he's all about it. If we could do more meditation, if we could do more relaxation, he's all for that. So, um, he really keeps me grounded and it's like, okay, we got to meditate. So you do meditation. It's pretty short. It's 10 minutes. I would love for it to be longer, but to kind of fit everything in 10 minutes is what works for us. And then from there, we usually do a workout and I'm pretty chill with workouts. So it's like yoga, walking and then sometimes weights and I just kind of rotate between those based on what I'm feeling. Um, 
by this time, I would say by the time I finish my workout, it's probably about eight o'clock. Um, and then I'll do like a green juice and then do some journaling. And then I usually start my work day around 8.30. So that's kind of like a snapshot of like my morning routine. I pretty much do that every single morning, even on the weekends. I just feel my best when I do that. And I try really hard not to get on my phone like before, before I finish my workout. That's awesome. I love that routine. And that's like not looking at your phone for the first two hours of waking up is a game changer. Like talk about a stress reliever. I don't know. I love doing that too. I think it's so good. No, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. I find that when we look at our phone, we're, we're usually then doing something for somebody else. If we're checking our email, then it's like, okay, responding, doing something that somebody else is asking of us, or it's so easy to be influenced by something we see. And, and then that sets the tone for our whole entire day. I don't want somebody else to be in control of how I feel for the rest of the day, you know? So yeah, really, really important. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes I'm like, after meditation, we're just like hanging out. I'm like, oh, let me look at my phone. And then I usually regret it. So try not to do that. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that routine with us. I think it's so helpful, especially because, you know, if you're somebody who's struggling with feeling happier or like less stressed on a daily basis, create a morning routine and see what that does for you. Because it doesn't have to be a two hour routine. It could just be a 30 minute one, or you can like build up on it, but it will change your mindset and it can totally change your life. Yeah. Have you read the book? I think it's called, I always get it mixed up. I think it's the miracle morning. Have you read that? No. So it's all about how to set up your morning to have a really great day, just like we're talking about. But the author, Hal, he's really big on emphasizing that you actually don't need a lot of time. Like you only need a few minutes of exercise to feel really great. You only need a few minutes of meditation to feel really great. So even if you only have a half an hour doing like a condensed morning routine, you'll still get all of the benefits as if you were doing like a longer morning routine. So I think that's like super important because a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I don't have a lot of time in the morning. I'm really busy. But it's like, if you just got up like a little bit earlier and gave yourself 10 minutes to yourself to really nourish your body before going out and serving everybody else, it makes such a big difference. That's good to know. I love that. And it's backed up. See, an author wrote about it. <laughs> there you go. He also talks a lot about mindset and how a lot of people will say like, I'm not a morning person. I'm only getting five hours of sleep and they'll put all of these negative thoughts in their head before going to bed. And then when the alarm goes off, it's really hard to get up. Go figure. Right. Huh. Food for yeah. thought, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. You have to be aware of your thoughts before you're getting in bed to help you wake up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all of these little things. And like, that's what I'm super passionate about is like, there are so many little things you can do to improve your health. It's pretty amazing. It's like a lot of women will come to me and they'll be like, I've tried everything to lose weight, Sarah, and get healthy. I'm going crazy. And I'll be like, okay, tell me everything you've done. Let's talk about it. And it's like five or 10 things, which I get it. It's frustrating when you try things and they're not working, but there's like a bazillion things you could try. And I feel like, you know, focusing on that and same with like diet, you know, focusing on all the things you can have rather than things you can't have. It's so much more fun, so much yeah. more enjoyable. You're more likely to stick with it. Yes. And it's that mindset shift. It's the putting it in positive light. And now it's, I can have this. Oh my goodness. I can eat all these foods. Totally. So what do you recommend for somebody who has been looking to go plant-based and maybe isn't quite sure where to start or, you know, what could they do? 
Yeah, for sure. So I would say just start doing more plant-based meals, start including more plants into your diet. There are so many recipes online. So, uh, you know, search online for something that you like. Like if you like um, tacos, you know, Google plant-based tacos and just look and try to find something that looks interesting and give it a try, see how it works, you know, just incorporating more plants. And when I say plants, you know, you know, if you're brand new to this and you're like, what is she talking about? You know, incorporate more leafy green. So like make a kale salad one day, try sweet potatoes, you know, try green smoothie, green smoothies and green drinks. That's a great way to get into it. That that's how I got into this whole world is making a spinach, banana, almond milk, and ice green smoothie in the morning, you know, so that that's a great way to get started. And don't put so much pressure on yourself. Because once you start, and you start feeling better, it's like, Oh, I want to do more of this. And you'll naturally do more research, you'll find more people like the information is all out there. It's just about being ready and willing to do it. And usually it just starts from like one one recipe, one step trying something new being open to it. What is your favorite recipe that you make? Oh my gosh. Or you can give me a few. It doesn't have to be one. Yeah, I know. I'm such I'm such a foodie. I think oh my people are when they first hear I'm vegan, they're like, I could never do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why? They're like the food. I'm like, oh, it's so good. There's so <laughs> many good things to eat. So I love tacos. I love Mexican. Usually it's tacos just because tacos are faster. So I love I make this soft taco and I'll do it sounds kind of weird, so you just got to trust me on this one until you try it, but it's, um, it's walnuts, and you season it with um, like taco seasoning in the food processor, and you kind of grind it up so it looks like taco meat. It's to die for, you guys. I, I can share the recipe. It's on our site, so that, and then I'll do some lettuce, cilantro, avocado, salsa. I make like a coconut sour cream. It is amazing. So that, that is definitely high up on the list. I also love salads, which I know is like, oh, salads, but I, I like to take them to the next level. So like do a salad with like some coconut bacon, which is just made from coconut flakes. And it's so addicting, just like how if you were addicted to bacon, you'll be addicted to this. It has the sweet, the salty, the fat, really, really good. And then like a tahini dressing. I love tahini. And if you guys don't know what tahini is, it's uh, it's ground up sesame seeds, a lot of times used in hummus and Middle Eastern dishes, but it makes a really, really good salad dressing. Have you had like a tahini salad dressing, Crystal? No, not yet. Um, have I? No, not like, no. I you got, you got to get on that. It's, it's really tasty. I need to like come to your house and please do <laughs> Peter, because you guys, your Instagram, like you have the most amazing recipes all the time and your, your salads are epic. Like you do hundred percent take it to the next level every single time. Like I, I love how you eat in the sense of, you know, I've met vegans and a lot of the people I know who are vegan, they kind of had the junk food vegan type of way of eating. And you really embody this whole plant-based fresh fruit, fresh foods and fruits and natural ingredients. And like you cook everything from scratch and all these things, but it's also not hard. You know, yeah. like, like you make it so simple, but it's things that like, I would never think about coconut bacon. Like what? Well, I didn't invent that. So I can't, I can't take the credit for that. It's a blogger invented it and it's genius. I, I think that a lot. I'm like, whoever came up with this concept is so smart. The turmeric latte. I love it. You know? So, um, but yeah, yeah. I think like for us, like we're, we're busy. Peter and I are busy. We don't have kids. I always tell my clients who have kids. I'm like, you guys got to keep it simple. Like you can't be doing those hour long recipes. Like, I don't know how you do. I have no time. Like I want to keep it simple, but I, I, it ha I have this thing in my head. Um, ever since I, I started healing where like, I don't have time 
to not make food because I don't have time to be sick. So for me, it's like, yeah, I want it to be simple. I want it to taste good, but it has to make me feel good because if it doesn't, what's the point, you know, what's the point of all this? So yeah, we, we do cook mostly from scratch and use real ingredients and we're really big on seasonal and all of those things, but doing it in a really simple way. And it's possible. You know, I think a lot of people think it's not possible, but it is. I love that you brought that up because it's a priority shift. Your health matters the most. And one of the things I think we do as humans in general, we take our health for granted until we don't have it. And when we don't have it, we can't be there for our family, our kids at work. We can't show up in the way that we want to because we don't feel good. So if you, like, if you want to feel good, then you have to do the things to keep yourself feeling good. Right. And I love the fact that you cook everything from scratch because I have gotten to the same way too now in, in my journey. Like a lot of the stuff I make, I make from scratch because I don't have the time to not feel good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And I think as soon as you realize that it, it becomes so much easier, you know, people always ask like, oh, you're so on it. You have this great willpower. And I'm like, not really. Like if there's a bunch of cookies, like I want them, but you know, the, the real thing is like at the end of the day, it's like, I know what it feels like to, to be sick, to have that stomach pain, right? Um, to not be able to do all the things I want to do in life. And like, it's just not worth it to me anymore. And you're right. Like, it's unfortunate that we have to get sick in order to realize that. Um, I, I think it is shifting, but, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's my, I can't, I can't place blame because like, that was kind of my story, you know, like I probably wouldn't have changed my diet if I didn't feel like crap and have all these health issues. So yeah, just kind of the way it is, I guess. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. And it makes, it's as, as unfortunate as the sounds, like it's so much easier to stick to something when you, it makes you feel sick. But it's like, I wish people who didn't ever feel sick were able right. to understand this. Yeah. You know? no, I, I totally agree. I, I do think like the younger generations, at least I, I am kind of in a bubble here in California, but I do think like younger, younger generations, they are more educated and I'm, I'm seeing like parents. And I think, I think this is like huge too, is like, you know, for, for myself, my mom, she didn't have this information. She didn't know she was doing the best that she can. And I'm, I'm so grateful for all that she did. But for me, now that I know this information, like I'm going to pass it on to my kids and I'm going to raise them to be really healthy. And so I think like the future generations, there is light and they, they won't have to deal with these same illnesses that we have. Um, and, and, you know, that's another good reason to stick with a healthy diet is to set a good example so others don't have to feel this pain. Yes. I feel like we're going back in time to like unprocessed foods and you know what I mean? And all we want to do is eat from the actual farmer and support the real farmer and not have pesticides and all these chemicals. And it's, I love the, the change that's happening in our life right now, you know, in our time period. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes I get frustrated with like all of the convenience foods and how like we're so, um, obsessed with like doing all of the things and being so busy and, and not being aware of the effect that it's having on our health. And I look back, like you were saying, you know, like my parents, parents and their parents, like they really had it down where they were growing their food from scratch and like they all had these gardens. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's funny how, how that kind of happens. (laughs) So was there anything else that you wanted to share with us this evening? I don't think so. I think that's it. I mean, I, I guess like at the end of the day, I would just say, if you are not feeling great, if you're thinking about trying a plant-based diet, try it. You have not, you have nothing to lose and so much to gain. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't have to be forever. You know, it doesn't have to be 
this thing that um, you you try it and it doesn't work and then you're a failure. Just just give it a try and and see how it makes you feel. Awesome. And there's no failing in it. It's it's just the journey. Legit. It's an experiment. Yeah. It's always, it's always an experiment. And I think, you know, one thing that we didn't touch on is like everybody's body is different, you know, and throughout our lifetime, we're going to go through different things, different things that are going to work for us, you know? So being okay with that and being okay with change and, and knowing that change is part of life, I think is super important, especially when it comes to your diet and what you're eating. Yes, 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 yes. I know you have a few freebies or a freebie, right? On your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. You know about it. Yeah, of course. So I have a women's weight loss action plan. So if you are looking to lose weight, I know we didn't talk about weight a lot today, but one thing that is really important to me is helping women lose weight in a way that feels really good in a way that they're not obsessed with the scale, but they can lose the weight. They can thrive on plants and feel really good. And so what this is, is it lays out exactly six things you really got to focus on if you're serious about losing weight and doing so in a way that feels good. So I walk you through mindset exercises, because like we touched on mindset, it's so important. It's everything. Give you some recipes. So if you want to make that tahini dressing, it's in there. I also, it's, what else is in there? There's also um, how you should set up your day. So morning routine, a lot of the stuff that we talked about is in there, but kind of written out. So it's six actionable steps you can take and it's free. Perfect. So I will put that link in the show notes so people can see it there. And where on social media can they connect with you? They can come find me on Instagram at the seasonal diet or on Facebook. I have a free Facebook group for plant. It's called plant-based women and couples. Awesome. Yay. Anything else? Yay. That's it. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us this evening. I appreciate it. And you guys definitely have to check her out. So find all those links in the show notes. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved this episode. If yes, I would appreciate it if you could share this episode with a friend and if you could leave a review on my podcast. All links are going to be in the show notes and definitely feel free to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.